back guys welcome back to another episode of the ginger and chocolate show we're your hosts i'm mr chocolate and i'm mr ginger <sighs> we were just trying to record this podcast but the alarm kept going off in this library i don't know what the heck is going on i don't think there's a fire but anyways ethan yeah bro i know the other day you kind of had a weird conversation with me about how you think Gingers are minority. And I know you're not taking it seriously, but let's hear your thoughts on that again. See, it's pretty simple, all right? Minority just basically means it's not a part of, like, the big group, I guess. And technically, I'm more of a, more, I'm more of a minority than you because there's less redheads in the world than uh, Mexicans. That's, right? But that's, that's if you consider ginger's a minority you can't say that you're more of a minority than me because you're not even considered a minority but I, you're saying so y you if if someone came up to you to sign a petition to say make gingers a minority you would sign it make gingers i see I, it's like a joke but like i think it actually we're like minorities and what do you define as a minority like what what do you think a minority is what's your kind of like definition um I would say, I mean, obviously, I'm a minority being Mexican, even though I don't even consider myself Mexican. Yeah, I'm you're American, Spanish. but I I'm guess American. your ethnicity. My right? ethnicity. I, I guess if you're not white, <laughs> then you're a minority. <laughs> See, I think a big idea of it, it's my brain, that a minority has a lot to do with are you oppressed, right? Okay. Right? I don't know. It doesn't make Are sense. you oppressed, bro? See, I'm not <laughs> oppressed, but think about it, all right? You can say that in your childhood a lot of what people bring up to you is your ethnicity is Mexican, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of jokes probably made about you growing up because your ethnicity, right? Uh, yeah. And not that in a hateful way at all. I've never honestly had anyone be truly, like, racist towards me. Obviously, every single day I get Mexican jokes at me, but uh, I don't take any offense to it. In a way, that's probably not serious, but in a way that's probably considered oppression, right? Um... Kind kind of. I don't know. In a, I, you could consider. I, I don't consider it. It's I, don't, not, I don't. But if you want to, I mean, it's, it's considering in this world that's oppression, kind of, or at least a little extent of it. I would say, see, gingers. I've been made fun of my whole life for my ginger hair. I've had inappropriate nicknames called to me. I've been called Lucifer, Lucifer's son. Like basically, all my nicknames growing and up. Much Satan, worse. Much worse. Stuff. Much worse. Yeah. Much podcast. worse. I can't even yeah, say on this podcast. I know, man. I actually do feel bad for you. I feel like you've had a harder time. Actually, I do have to admit this. You've had a harder time being a ginger than I have being a Mexican in America. Maybe it's all about how you take the jokes, though, because when people make jokes towards me about my ethnicity, I don't take any offense to it, and I never have. I don't take offense to it. At some point, you got to find it annoying, though. And maybe, like, some jokes, you're like, I'd rather you didn't say that. Is there, are there any jokes that were made like that? Um, maybe, but right now I can't think of any. But right now, like, I swear, like, I don't think I've ever taken offense to a joke about my ethnicity ever I, I can't recall I've never I guess that's true I've never really taken offense um there was one time this kid kept calling me a really inappropriate nickname at work I'm not gonna say it but um in my in my managers I actually had to tell him to stop he's like you can't call Ethan that like I was funny like they had to literally involve themselves in the situation like you can't call Ethan that um oh, yeah. yeah one nickname I hate though I hate and I probably shouldn't even say it because when, when you say something you hate, people are just going to do it more, you know, uh, is gingy. I was called that literally uh, all of middle school. Because it, it kind of does sound like gingy as in little, 
I know um, you as growing up, you're kind of known as like, oh, cute little Ethan, right? And I know that used to bug you. you yeah, because I was. Do you think that's why Gingy kind of was kind of demeaning as it? Oh, Gingy, cute, cute little Gingy, you know? Yeah, it's in the same way I hate the nickname Buddy or Bud. Do you oh, remember oh that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's oh my so gosh. demeaning. Even dude. me, too. Even, like when people call me that, you know, I was just like, what? It's like no. Buddy. Like for some reason, I feel like people like think you're better than you when you say buddy yeah which no. i don't think they mean that but it's just like i'm on the same level as you mm-hmm. and gingy yeah growing up i was like uh, i was a late bloomer so uh i was i was like shorter and so i think that had something to do with like you know calling me gingy i was i was a cute little gingy i was always shorter than everyone but then i'm the same height now so yeah um good. i know uh you obviously you said you were a late bloomer and Recently, bro. I mean, you you've come a long way in the past two years, like as far as height and like the the pitch of your voice too. You know, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, man! Like, you could beat me up now. You're taller than me. You tower over me. Sometimes when I mess around with you too much, like I'm used to kind of being able to just push you around, just in a playful way, you know. Yeah. And like you're not gonna do anything about it. But recently, I've been doing it. And you'll just get up and just shove me over and just start punching me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get genuinely scared, and I just kind of curl up in a ball because he could actually genuinely beat me up now. Just gosh. different, man. I don't know how to react to it. Yeah, I don't have energy a lot, but when David like ticks me off just the right way, like I'll just like stand up. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with this, and then I'll start the other like, day, punching him or something. The other day, he literally pulled off like a Sherlock Holmes move on me. I don't know. It seemed like it was in slow motion. Like in the Sherlock Holmes movies, you know, like you were calculating everything and it just happened. Yeah. I was just bugging him. I don't even remember the situation, but he got up off the couch, spanked me, and then pretty much back. Was it a backhand or front hand? I think it was front hand. It was front hand. Front handed me. I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, I don't know. My gosh, dude. Yeah, it was straight out of a movie. I was for literally, sure, dude. You know, my gosh. Yeah, it literally felt like Sherlock Holmes. And I was like, okay, respect. I'll stop messing with you. I know, dude. And I know what ticks me off, too. Nothing really you do ticks me off. But sassy, dude. You can get like in these really sassy moods, <laughs> and you'll like say something like, "Yeah, I don't know." Does I'm, you have this like mood? And you're like, "No, no, no, no." Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, this boy about to get it. I'm like, yeah. Sometimes like, it's just because I'm bored and I just need to instigate some crap. <laughs> it's like this little cut act. You, you do always, like these little cuts. You're yeah. like, well, at least I don't do this. I'm like, bro, this boy, do <laughs> you want to get beat up? It's not even like trying to be rude at all. It's just because like I sometimes like you don't have, like you are saying, you don't have a lot of energy, you know? And that's one way I can get you kind of like riled up. <laughs> yeah, that's true, dude. <laughs> not even in, like in a rude way at all. It's just like, that's just what I do. I just know you, you know, <laughs> better than anyone. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it pisses me off sometimes. Sorry, that was crude language. So back to what we were saying. You, you, do you genuinely think gingers should be considered a minority not seriously but i think like i don't think we're oppressed because that's kind of like my main point i guess is oppression okay like i feel like in a literal sense of the term minority i think i am but in the in the oppression standpoint i don't think i'm oppressed Mm -hmm. but it's just funny to see like all the uh connections does that make sense all right i don't know what do you think you think it's still not at first it kind of ticked me off that you would say that me being hispanic you know but then I kind of realized, kind of just barely, actually, that it's like, wow, like, you've honestly had more struggle in life as far as being made fun of for who you are and what you look like, you know, mm-hmm. your red hair, than I have being brown. Honestly. Really? Yeah. You, I, you've maybe had a the same. I, d- I don't, I don't want to say I've had it worse, but I'm just wondering, like, maybe shed, like, some light. Okay. Obviously, I don't think it's, like, a real cause, like, a charity you should donate money yeah. to. And I think I definitely have a different opinion about it if I was actually grew up in a uh, grew up in poverty you know but like me growing up in mapleton you know it's like I, I haven't ever had to you know worry about the color of my skin you know yeah and you know so yeah we had this argument and david's like you should bring this up to my mom and i'm like sure dude 
and <laughs> it was funny. Like, yeah. Did you think your mom was gonna take your side? I actually don't remember what she said. I actually, don't oh really? Remember. Yeah, no, I remember. Up. Yeah, uh, I can't remember if what side you think she was gonna take. But no. like, as soon as we brought it up, she's like, "Yeah, that makes sense." And you're like, "What, really? mom?" Oh, I, oh yeah, that's right. I thought she was gonna back me up. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, that was funny, dude. You're like her second son, dude. So she's like defend you over me i don't know why man what the heck that's <laughs> i think funny, she just dude. knows it just like the type of person i am it's like you need like a backup you know <laughs> that's true dude. no i don't know she wouldn't lie though so she i, I think she spoke the truth you know uh-huh. i don't remember exactly what she said but yeah yeah david we kind of wanted okay. to talk about uh you sorry i call you david yeah. but yeah i don't know just a name oh. change you want to talk right. about that right no yeah obviously it's totally okay i i hope i don't sound like so uh, narcissistic with this just like oh i want to be called anthony i want i don't call me this anymore it's like it's not that big of a deal um but it's just like i this is there's a story behind this that i'll share in a second but recently i've uh told everyone to start calling me anthony not people like ethan you know people in my life that are i'm really close with people that already have like and out of a, respect a i me. should no no, no no I I totally, no 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 if i wanted you to i would tell you to All but right. if someone like you bro it's like no you call me whatever you want you know okay and uh but like they're like like in in class for example i have them call me anthony for now on instead um my full name is antonio david ruiz and my whole life i've grown up by being called david but it's like what happened was um i used to work at this uh place called Rimports warehouse the mouth of spanish fort canyon i would just unload shipping containers from china and uh and that's kind of i work with a whole bunch of hispanics and they knew my name was antonio and but and uh in in spanish or i guess in english it's anthony antonio means anthony in english and for some reason even though they're hispanic they didn't say antonio you know they said anthony they called me by my english name which is weird like without even saying anything to them they just called you anthony yeah they just came up with it, like Anthony, Anthony with the accent, you know, Anthony. And you just liked the sound of it? I liked it. And I, this may sound really lame, but it was only like two years ago where I actually realized that Anthony was the same as Antonio. Anthony meant Antonio in English. And I never knew that until like recently. Uh-huh. And um, and they would call me that. And they, they had actually a lot of names for me. They called me a karate kid. Because one time I was just bored and I decided to break some glass with my hand and I was just bleeding everywhere. Gosh. <laughs> like, hey, karate kid. Because I, I used to wear bandanas too because I sweat a lot. Then I was like, oh my gosh, this is a perfect opportunity. And I actually showed them a video of me like kicking the the cap off of a two liter soda, you know? And it, look, it actually looked like I was a karate yeah, kid. And cool. I happened to have that on my phone. And I showed them all that when they call me karate kid. And like, they're like, you are the karate kid. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just known as a karate kid or Anthony. And I loved the way... Anthony sounded I just liked it like Anthony I'm like white people can say that you know yeah like because that's how David started right you're like you're Antonio yeah David's like like as like a grade school kid no one's gonna say Antonio yeah and it just sounds very like Antonio like Antonio it doesn't sound cool unless you have unless you add the ring to it like Antonio you know with the accent yeah but obviously 95% of people don't know how to properly pronunciate it in the Spanish accent Mm -hmm. so it's like you know what and so that is a big reason is pronunciation but also I, uh, it's almost like I didn't like myself growing up just the way I was like in high, I didn't like my high school self. And I, that's obviously I was called David. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, maybe this is, maybe this will give me like a new name. Maybe I can start at, uh, give myself a new name literally and figuratively, you know, make a new name for myself. Mm-hmm. So now it's like Anthony's like, I feel like I'm a whole different person than I was in high school. And that's a big reason too. It's just, you know, and so it is. 
So I, I uh, with the people in my life that are already close to me, that already have a name engraved in their head for me, I let them call me what they want. So and that's totally cool, okay? But with new people I meet in my life, I uh, I tell them my name's Anthony. Is this kind of like a reinvention of yourself? Like you want to yeah. be a kind yeah. of, is that Making what you're Making a new saying? name for myself literally and figuratively. Like you want to be a different, yeah, that's not, yeah, that's, I understand that. Yeah. yeah, and that's like half the reason. But the thing that sparked it was it sounded better. Then I took it as an opportunity to kind of give myself a new name, like I said, literally literally and figuratively. Like a clean slate, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. You're living a different life. You want people to call you a different name. You kind of uh, – maybe you weren't proud. Is that what you're kind of getting at? Uh, maybe the person you were before? Or maybe yeah. you just wanted yeah. a different – you wanted both. a different life. Both. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 100% both. You know, I, I In high school, I was uh, very just the type of guy to walk around in the halls with my hood up and just not talk to people, you know, head down earbuds in and I, d- I don't like that that version of myself you know I, d- I try to <sighs> get to know new people and uh, one thing that I have never liked about myself is that I'm I got the RBF you know What's resting that? resting B word face <laughs> uh. you know so like I'm not approachable people see me and they get a bit intimidated and I ask people I'm like hey when you first knew me did you, were you intimidated by me? They're like, yeah, I was scared of you. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's how most people are. But then you get to know who I really am, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, this That's guy's funny. I never cool. noticed. Like, I've never noticed that. Like, RBF. Well, That's funny. Yeah, it d- well, it all depends on who I'm around, too. Like, if I'm not around anyone I know, it's hard for me to, like, I sometimes have to tell myself, okay, seem approachable. <laughs> well, like, I don't know how. It's just like, okay, stop having the, re- the RBF. I'm like, you know? Um, I just try to put on kind of a hint of a smile to seem approachable because I want be- people to be able to feel comfortable talking to me, especially here at college. It's like we're surrounded by people 24-7. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to talk to people, you know. Yeah. Do you – is it like – do you actually want to be – so you said the people closest in your life, you don't care if they call you David, right? No, of course not. Is it more like you just don't want to bother them so they're close to you? Like, do you actually, like, deep down, you want me to call you Anthony? Like, I will. Like, no, out of respect I for you, right I will. No, I now, you know, I'm, I say, I'm telling you right now, I promise. And you know how big of a deal that is to me. When I say I promise, I really mean it. Straight yeah. up, I promise, it's totally cool if you call me David. Like, okay. you, you. Because you. you still, you don't hate, like, this David. Like, does that make sense? Like, you have, like, your past David. You don't hate him, maybe, I'm guessing? And maybe this is coming off weird, but, like, you don't want to get rid of, like, because you have this past life, David, and you want this new life, Anthony. Because all my family calls me David. My mom's side calls me David. My dad's side calls me Antonio. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's totally cool. And their family or, like, really good friends, you know, like you, um, Mm -hmm. that's totally cool that they call me who they originally knew me as. But as far as just meeting new people who don't even know who my name is, then I'll introduce myself as Anthony. And it is still mm-hmm. some, sometimes kind of weird, and I'm still getting used to it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in class the other day, <laughs> um, uh, someone, uh, they were calling uh, attendance. They're like, David, and I raised my hand. And so did this other kid, and I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. I'm like, it's not David. I, I put my in my records for college, I, I had them put um, Anthony. And so that's oh. what's on the. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, have a, I have a roommate, and you told him, you know, Anthony. or He calls you Tony. Does he? he? Yeah. He says, yeah, where's Tony? And, like, every time he says that, I'm like, who's Tony? And I'm like, oh, that's uh, David. Yeah. Like, it literally, it takes, like, five seconds for me to click every time he says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do have, like, a lot of nicknames, but it is kind of weird. Like, because vers- it's, it's, it's pretty natural now. It's pretty natural for the most part. 98% of the time, I'll, like, know, like, 
if they're talking to me, whether it's David, Anthony, Antonio, Antoine, Tony, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I can respond pretty well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you have a lot of nicknames. Yeah. I feel like as I've grown up, my nicknames have kind of gone away. I, and I, yeah. I don't know. I like that. Because well, I, I don't have a – I don't call you – I used to call you uh, – no, I've always just called you Ethan. You've always called me Ethan. Yeah, I've never, ever had a nickname for you, you know. I've never, like, loved my name, but I've never loved my nicknames, if that makes sense. Like, I've <laughs> not, Ethan is just – I feel like I just don't fit the Ethan stereotype. What's the Ethan stereotype to you? Like, I feel like Ethan stereotype is, like, those, like, the popular kids that just, like, wear washboard jeans, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, every time – like, that, I've asked a lot of people, and they think that that's what you think of as Ethan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, like I, – I wish I could change my name, but I don't know what i change it to. And I like when people call me Ethan, but – Yeah. E-Rad is kind of cool. Ethan Radford. I like E-Rad. Who, does anybody ever call you that? I, I've had a few people call me that, like, in my, like, uh, ward or my uh, neighborhood. Yeah. Um, E-Rad. Oh, I think E-Rad. Bishop called I, you that, huh? Yeah. I, like, it's not bad, but I just, for some reason, I don't like that nickname. I don't know. It just, yeah. I like, there's something genuine about being called your real name, you know? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Know. All right. I wonder if anyone really likes nicknames. That's interesting. But, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I like my nickname. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. All right. Ethan, um, yeah. I know last time we kind of ran out of time, but I know you had a really awesome experience, an out-of-body experience that you were saving for a future podcast. I think now's a good time for it. I don't know what you think. Yeah. If, it's you're, if you're comfortable with that, I know it's like a big deal to you, you know, and sometimes people have the type of experiences where you had where like they prefer not to just tell anyone because it's so personal to them. Mm-hmm. So if you're comfortable with it, then I mean, go for no, it. No, 100%. Like this probably happened when I was 13, 14, and l- you could never have got me to say this. Yeah. D- a year, two years, maybe even three years after. It was like such like an anxiety part of my, or like part where I had like anxiety. Yeah. In my life, uh, during that part of my life, I had a frequent anxiety attacks. Um, in middle school, I, I don't know. Middle school was just tough for me, but it was also fun. I don't know. Okay. But um, so how it started, I guess, and it's going to seem like I'm leaving out details, but really it's as confusing as to me as it is probably to the viewers. You okay, know? let's hear it. Um, so I was with a friend one day. And we were riding our longboards down a hill in our neighborhood. Um, I was... I wasn't with you. I No, it wasn't you. It was okay. another friend. And we were riding down, and as I was riding down, I was kind of swerving on my longboard, very long hill and very slightly slanted. So it wasn't, like, super fast going down. And I just, like, started, like, almost... It was, like, hypnotism. Like, um, it was like I was getting into a trance. I was swinging back and forth, and before you knew it, I was looking at myself and my friend riding down on my longboard and I was going and I remember feeling I really happy it was really weird and I was going down and I was looking at myself and I recognized in the distance in front of us it was like watching a tv show there was a car coming down this road that was gonna cross where we were so I would have had to stop you were above yourself like in I was third person, right? That's I even remember the exact angle I was really what at. angle? Ex- explain it. It was so it was like a, it's hard to explain in words, but it was uh, it was very it was a it was kind of direct up and to the right, okay. and I was looking at both of us, and I was looking at it, and I had no knowledge that the body I was looking at was myself. Like it was wow. like this weird, it was really weird out of body experience. I had no idea that was me or my friend. Almost like you were dreaming. Yeah, but Maybe? it was like one hundred percent real. You it, knew it was real, but you didn't know it was you. No, I it was a hunt. I didn't know it was real at all. You I felt know. like it was definitely. I felt like it was another world. It was a TV show. It had nothing to to do with me. Okay. 
and I remember there was a car coming, and I remember I was like, that, that kid needs to stop. That kid needs to stop before that car comes. And I remember feeling, I started feeling like deja vu, like this kind of like seems familiar. Like this happened to me, like I was looking at a past memory. And it was kind of weird. And, and then before you realize it, I was like, that is me. And I'm like, how can I, how can I get back in my body? That was the next thing. I was like, well, why am I here? Well, I need to be in there. I need to be in my body. Sorry, and this probably sounds like super weird. But no, I keep just, going. No, keep going. Don't worry about that. And I started getting super anxious in like this weird conscious state I was where I was looking at myself. I was like, I need to get in my body. So th- the next thing I started doing is praying because that's the only thing you would do at that point, you know, okay. race religious. And I started praying to God. Probably it felt like one to two minutes, but it probably wasn't that long. You know, time was probably weird for me. I just remember praying and I was like, I'll devote my whole life to you if wow. I, you put me back in my body right now. And I, and before you knew it, I was like, it was weird. I like zoomed back in my body and I was able to stop right before like the car. And it was like really crazy to me. And my friend was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And it was one of the most surreal moments in my life. That road, I would tell uh, my mom, if my mom was driving on that road, I'd tell her, can you take a different way? Cause really? like literally just like that setting to me gave me anxiety attacks. Really? So even after, even if we were, that was, you said you were 13 to 14. Right now you're 18, so that was like four or five years ago. Yeah. So even now, would it still give you anxiety? No, not now, but really like two years after. Like yeah. For a study two years after, like if I was um, with my mom, I told her to go a different way. And really? Like it was weird. It just gave me anxiety. And that's a really weird story, and it seems like I'm leaving details out. But like that's really how it was, and I can't really explain it. Um, but my friend helped me after that, and I don't know. Do you have any that's questions? That that's really interesting that like because yeah. did you say that you were praying for him to move out of the way or you were praying for yourself did you know it was you you knew it was you right yeah it was when thing so i was happy i was like really genuinely happy until i found out that was me and i was freaking out that i wasn't in my body yeah. and then i was like oh my gosh that's me please and then that's when i started praying i was like god please put me in my body again Really? And that was one of the, like the like literally that sparked. I think that started sparking my anxiety during that time. Um, yeah, I don't know. And that is, is that the only experience you've ever had like that? No, honey, yeah, that's the only experience I've ever had. And it was weird. I was like in a different state of conscious. Like I couldn't even yeah. explain it. As much as in, as anxiety filled as that sounds, I'm actually kind of jealous. <laughs> you jealous? <laughs> that's something that like. Yeah, I, w- I want to experience something out of body. <laughs> that sounds kind of cool. I know, obviously, that was like a, a dr- uh, dramatic, horrifying experience for you, life-changing mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like, yeah. Um, did, do you think that, did that change the way you saw life after, or did it just give you anxiety driving down the road, or did it do anything for you in your own life? 100%. After, like I said, I devoted my life to God, and... It was like, I'm not saying I'm like perfect right now. And obviously as a little kid and you're, you're raised by religion, that's like the first thing you would do. And after that, I had so much anxiety that um, I just started living everything. I lived my life by anxiety. Like er, you could almost call it OCD, but really? I was also like, okay. like I, I was that. like, I didn't never wanted to be in that place again. And so just like stupid little things. Like if I don't close this door right, then I'm gonna die today. Like you know, like OCD yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. I had like bad OCD like that for like six months after that. Oh, do you to this day ever think of that moment and be like, I need to do this because it's the right thing and it's what God would want me to do, 
because you kind of devoted your life to God in that moment? Do you still have moments today where you make decisions based off that moment? No, I kind of like, it doesn't really give me anxiety anymore. Um, for the longest time it did. And I never, I, I remember a long time after that, maybe like, yeah, like a year or two, like I would think about that little stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, I devoted my life to God. I need to do this and stuff like that. And I haven't been, uh, I haven't used that in a while. Yeah. Okay. In like these past couple of years, cause it's been like, what, like I was 14, I'm 18. Yeah. Yeah, like four years. Four years. About. Uh, I don't think about that a lot, but sometimes maybe like I'll like have a memory of it, and then I feel like guilty. Not that I'm bad. Like I still believe in God, but maybe like the little things, you know. Yeah. So you're saying you do feel guilty for not maybe devoting your life to God as much as you used to after that experience? Do you ever feel guilty about that? A little bit, but not to the point where it gives me anxiety. Okay. Um, no, but that was definitely like the most passionate prayer I've ever done. It's like almost like you read in like the. Uh, like the scriptures like people prayed so passionately like i almost like yeah. had a testimony of that because that was the most passionately i've ever prayed yeah yeah that's uh, sorry that was like a deep like story and i kind of brought down the mood but it's don't apologize that's deep that's a experience that, that happened to you that you should never forget that's personal to you and i'm glad you shared that's awesome yeah and i'm glad i was able to come to a point where i can say it on this podcast because Literally, if you said I was going to say this in front of other people two years ago, or like, you know, when it happened, I like, you're crazy. I'm never going to speak about this. Yeah. And I never told, I think this is probably the first time you're hearing about this, right? You've told me that you did have an out-of-body experience, but you didn't really say what happened in depth uh -huh. like you just did. So this is the first time I'm hearing it, like this version of it. I think this is probably the first time I've ever said this to anyone. Really? Weirdly, because I've like, I've come to like, uh, what's it called? A peace with it. But like, it's, I just never brought it up to anyone. And now I feel like in a place where I'm, I'm comfortable enough to share it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like kind of like a scared little kid too. I was, I was 13, 14, you know, like mm -hmm. that's like a lot to handle for like a little kid. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it would have been different if it was now, but back yeah. then I'm a kid, you know? Okay. I'm not an adult. Um, um, experiencing that, um, would you say that you would, if you had to go back and experience that again, would you? 100% not. No. I would, like, I'm glad I can say it. Like, I'm glad that I can say I've done it. Or not done it, like, you can do it on purpose. But, you know, like, I'm glad, glad I had that experience it. where I can okay. say it now. Um, but I I remember how much anxiety I felt in that moment. And I almost felt like I was going to die. So I would never do it again. But, but you're glad that it happened. Yeah, as a story. And, and as, like, getting a closer relationship like, with God. You know. Yeah, because that's kind of shaped a little bit of who you are today and kind of your your testimony, right? Yeah, yeah, and I don't mean to, like, push religion, but it's like— that's No, it's okay, bro. Um, Yeah, it really strengthened my testimony that, and almost like I was like— that was I think it was God telling me I, I have more planned for my life than I realized at that time. Does that make sense? Okay, like, yes. I was worth more than what I was doing. Yeah. So I mean, like my yeah. life wasn't destined to go that way. Mm -hmm. And I think definitely that's something that you took out of it. And maybe there could have been so many things you could have taken out of it. And you took out that, you know, mm -hmm. as a, a positive thing. Whereas like maybe some experience, everyone who experiences that something like that, they take something different out of it. And that's what's so cool is it's your experience and you're allowed to take out of it whatever you want. You know, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that it was good, right, what you took out of it, and you're glad you had that experience. Yeah, and I think that's kind of – I think we are talking about this, like, last podcast. Like, 
I strive, like we were talking about business and I strive to be like so successful and I think I'm kind of realizing now that's maybe like one of the roots of it. Like I remember, and I think 100%, God was telling me I, was, I wasn't destined to go the way I was going and yeah. that kind of like reposition um, my place in life yeah. and I think that's kind of like why I'm like, I'm, I, I want to like find what I'm actually destined to do. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. I don't know. That's awesome. Did, did you just think of that like, have you been thinking about that at all? The like, oh, wow, maybe Like, that's subconsciously, but this is the yeah. first time I put that into words. Yeah, okay. Because okay. I know sometimes I'll have experiences and, like, um, try to try to figure out, like, I wonder why, how that ties into here or what this means in this situation. Did this make me who I am today so I can do this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's something that you've ever thought about or just kind of just realizing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah, kind of like a realization right now. Yeah. Okay. No, that I'm I'm very glad. I think I already said this, but I'm very glad I was able to come to a position where I can talk about it. Yeah, because yeah. I know for the it feels good, it feels good to get that off my chest. Because for the longest time, that was something I never thought I'd ever ever say, like mm-hmm. in real life. Well, I I am jealous, man. I I'm happy for you that you took something positive out, positive out of it. I wish something like that could happen to me, even if it meant <laughs> having anxiety for a couple of years. It's <laughs> yeah. like. You know, it's like you get, you, you, you're able to figure out what that means to you. That's like a life-changing, how do, how do I say it? That's like something that can change your life forever. And it all has to do with yeah, how, because you could have easily just brushed that off and just said, oh, that, I don't know what that was. I'm not going to try to figure out what that means, but I'm just going to forget about it. But you, you know, I'm glad that even though as scary as it was, you tried taking something good out of it, something you can apply to your life. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I think those kind of like once in a lifetime things, kind of. Yeah. Well, if that's all you had to say about yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah, that's everything I had to say about that. Okay. Well, we think we just hit our time marker. And uh, guys, I just uh, wanted to remind you that we do upload every Monday. I actually, upload like Sunday night, like midnight, but it still counts as Monday. <laughs> so every technically Sunday night, Monday morning, you'll be able to hear a new one. Um, well. Uh, Thank you again for listening. Um, if you can, you know, get the word out. We have this podcast. I know we got a few fans out there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. We we in, we enjoy doing this podcast. It's something that we look forward to. You know, it's a it's a good little hobby of ours. And thanks for listening. Yeah, see you guys. We will join you guys next time.